Hello world, I'm Jared Cunningham. This is the Freelance Forum 2020 podcast series. Uh, over the years, the Freelance Forum has been made possible by support from the National Union of Journalists and the Broadcasting Authority of Ireland. This is episode number 10. I'm talking with Teresa Carty about the Mary Mulvihill Award. Uh, Teresa, welcome. How you doing, Jared? Nice to see you outside of Buswell's. <laughs> For those of you who are wondering, Buswell's is where the uh, Freelance Forum is usually held when it has a physical location. Uh, Trace, can we just start off, uh, could you tell me who was Mary Mulvihill, a little about her background and her life? Um, Mary was uh, a Dubliner. She's from Rathfarnham. She was born in 1959 uh, and died really suddenly uh, in 2015. She was a very close friend of the people who set up the Mary Mulvihill Award. So it's still, it's still quite a shock to us to talk about her in the past tense because she was such a, a force within the science journalism community. Um, the, the, the things she did was uh, she was in Trinity College. She studied genetics in Trinity and also then did a master's in statistics. I would have met her just as she had completed a master's in journalism in DCU. We met in Liberty Hall around the end of the, the 80s. She had just started in journalism, working as a journalist at that point, and had joined the, the NUJ. She joined the Dublin Freelance branch in particular, became the training officer in that branch. And she she was also a feminist. She, uh, while we were talking, while we were working together, we discovered out our mutual interests, and one of them was equal pay for equal work. And um, Mary's feminism was something that underpinned all her work. Everything she did, she did with that, with that feminist uh, perspective. How were women treated within the the various disciplines that she worked in? Um, she had worked in um uh oh god what's that? the name of the place escapes me at the moment um it was on forest taluntus i think at one stage um chagask she had worked in chagask but she's quite the renaissance woman she was a scientist she was committed to science but she was also a poet she wrote poetry that impressed ivan boland and uh, anecdotally, it, it was said that Ivan was quite upset that she didn't take it up as as a as a uh, as a profession, as a career. Um, so Mary Mary is also a a permanent student. She was always learning about things, and she was learning about them in order to pass them on to other people. Um, she she. She was a person as well who had her eye on the future. She recognised the importance of science, the important its way of explaining the world that we live in, and she was a person who nurtured young science journalists. And Carlin Lillington um, of the Irish Times, a fellow columnist uh, in the Irish Times, would would have referenced that in a in a tribute she wrote to Mary that when she was the editor of Technology Ireland, Mary was always open to new ideas and always very encouraging of emerging science writers because she knew that 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 was important for for the uh, the future of the of the uh, a particular branch of journalism. Um, her sisters 
reference are Noreen and who's the co-chair of the Mary Mulvihill Association, my co-chair, and her, her other sister, Anne Mulvihill, who is a judge of the competition, both see Mary as their big sister, as a, a storyteller, somebody who is able to tell the story of science in a way that won over people who wouldn't necessarily be interested or, or, or feel that science was a, a little bit beyond them. What Mary always wanted to do was make science accessible to ordinary people. Um, one of the things that Mary's husband, uh, Dr. Brian Dolan, who's a patron of the Mary Mulvihill Award, one of the things that he recognises about Mary was her, her encouragement of, of young people, of emerging science writers, of students. Her generosity, uh, her generosity in that area is uh, well documented by, by Carla Lillington, as I mentioned earlier, and the award has been set up in order to to maintain that uh, that that link with students and she reached her her peak i think within genius ireland um a former chair of dublin freelance branch uh, brian trench and a colleague of mary a science journalist himself says that she she had a crazy idea a crazy idea to map the entire science uh, heritage of, of Ireland, of, of not Ireland, the 32 counties. Um, and she, she did it by herself. And as Brian said, she carried it off. She did it really expertly, researching and writing the entire uh, several hundred page um, book herself. So Mary uh, was about encouraging young people um, about a commitment to science. Um, Cormac Sheridan, a colleague of hers, another science journalist, describes her commitment to science as having a moral force. And you can really see that in if you look at the trajectory of her work from Trinity onwards, you can see that she had a mission. And that mission was to make science accessible and particularly to tell the story of Ireland's scientific her heritage, which she did with Ingenious Ireland. It was published in 2002. It took her five years to produce it and it went out of print. So happily, the Mary Mulvihill uh, Award, the Mary Mulvihill Association, has um, managed to get that back into print. It was republished last October and is now out of print. COVID-19 has put the kibosh on the reprint of that, so it will be delayed, but there is no doubt that the book is wanted will be will be republished by Hogwarts Press. Do you happen to know actually? Is there an electronic version of that of that book? Would people be able to get it on a Kindle, even if it is out of print? I don't think so. I don't. There's talk of one of the projects that we're investigating in the Mary Mulvihill Award is producing an app, an Ingenious Ireland app. That uh, that we could that we could promote, but that's very much in the early stages. We just managed to get the book republished, so and I'm, I don't think that there is. I don't think Four Courts has a uh, an e version of that. Okay, uh, you mentioned there the people who run the uh, Mary Mulvey Hill Award, but uh, where did the idea come from to set it up? Well, the the idea came from. Her death, which was extraordinarily sudden, 
she was in the middle of many projects. She had just started her ingenious Dublin tour guides. Uh, she brought people on science tours of Dublin, but looking at the rock, the river, uh, also uh, heritage, the, build, the, the, the buildings of Dublin. Um, she was the kind of person when you walked around Dublin with her, even just going for a cup of coffee, she would introduce these extraordinary uh, facts about the city that we'd all lived in for decades and had no idea that it had such a rich scientific history. Um, Cormac Sheridan describes her as a walking encyclopedia, and to be honest, I wouldn't actually disagree with him on that. Um, so the, the award was set up to do several things. One was to encourage emerging science writers to, uh, the award is 2,000 euros um, for the, the prize winner. Um, and the idea was to encourage young people, students, uh, third level students, including postgrads, to, uh, to keep going to, with their science, to communicate. Mary was into science communication, to communicate their ideas. Um, also, it is multi-format, so uh, it can be a documentary, it can be a biographical essay, it can be a video, it can be a radio, podcast, whatever. So the, the, the format is wide open, again, in keeping with Mary's, with Mary's career as a, as a writer, as a, a, a journalist, as an, a book writer in Genius Ireland, um, many other books, uh, Wits, she wrote, she wrote uh, Stars, Bells and Seashells, and the other one was Lab Coats and Lace, um, in which she retrieved women scientists, Irish women scientists who were on the margins and perhaps forgotten about. This was about re reinstating them in the pantheon of scientific heritage. She always had her eye on that. So um, the award was set up to reflect the diversity of her career, of her chosen path or paths, if you like, and to encourage young scientists to write and also to remember Mary's name, to remember the contribution that she's made. She was an outstanding science journalist. She's been described as uh, the outstanding science journalist of her generation. So that was uh, that was the idea to to remember her and also to remember the diversity of her interests. In a typical freelance forum, about half the people there tend to be like me, old and grizzled hacks who've been at it for a fair while. Uh, the other half tend to be either people just starting out or, in a lot of cases, still students. Which is why I asked you along here today to talk to me about the, the uh, Mary Mulvihill Award. I think it's something that would be of interest to them. Uh, I think I just saw, literally between contacting you uh, f a few days ago and today, a news report about this year's winner, which was an essay about the about William Rowan Hamilton. Is that right? That's right. That's right. The, the winner was announced on May the 20th. Uh, we were very worried this year because of COVID-19 that that we wouldn't get entries, that students would be really preoccupied with just trying to find their way around the, the, the system with all the restrictions that have been placed on us. Um, but in actual fact, we had a bumper year for, for entries. We had entries on several different, really interesting 
items. There were lots of biographical essays, as in the, the uh, two that won, but also one on um, Bantry's kelp fields and, and the importance of uh, protecting them. Um, there's one on um, uh, Kathleen McNulty, who would have been um, a, an early Irish computer programmer whose name um, got lost. Uh, there was there were there were just many there were an awful lot of uh, of, of of entries so we, we were really thrilled about that that we managed to overcome covid and um the person who won this year was uh, james hayes from ny galway and it's the first time that we've had a male winner and it's also the first time that we've had an, a winner from outside of uh, dublin so that was uh, a first for us and james's essay is uh, quite left of field in that he describes William Rowan Hamilton as Cabra's scientific fancy, uh, comparing them to the uh, graffiti, the graffiti artist, because of the way his he, his inspiration arrived while he was at Broom Bridge in Cabra, and he um, inscribed his what the idea that came to him about quaternions uh, on the on the stone of the bridge. Um, and, and James also brings in Alice in Wonderland into the into his uh, essay, and also the Angolan basketball team, and also an 1813 mental arithmetic contest of eight-year-old prodigies. So it's a really diverse and entertaining read, and um, the highly commended. We also, while we have an award winner, we also have a highly commended category as well. That could be one or two um, people whose, whose essays have really uh, impressed the judges. And this year it was Aoife Cairns of uh, TCD. She did a really interesting essay on um, George Gabriel Stokes, Stokes and looked at how living, by, uh, living in um, Sligo Living in Sligo uh, influenced living in Sligo by the sea influenced his work. The 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 role of place in the life and work of a scientist. So again, quite a, an interesting um, essay. This year's theme, the theme for 2020, was uh, Ireland scientific heritage. A big a big love of Mary's, a big interest of hers, uh, was the foundation of her walking tours uh, in in Dublin. And also, she was an early proponent of the podcast. She was on that just uh, as it was emerging. And she produced several podcasts. One of them in particular is beautiful, the, the one of the, the Barrow River. Uh, another she did for the Botanic, uh, Botanic Gardens, beautiful podcast for that. She did one for Tara and uh, also... There was another one which again escapes me. Sorry about that. But um, uh, so so you can see how these how these uh, fit in with that. The idea of Cabra, the the broom the, the bridge in in Cabra Broom Bridge, uh, and also um, Gabe, uh, George Gabriel Stokes and the the uh, the importance of screen and Sligo uh, on his work. For next year's awards, if someone was to start working on it or looking into it at the moment, uh, who can apply, first of all? Is it just third-level students or are others allowed to as well? And how would they apply? 
It is uh, third year students, third, or, um, third level students, third level students and uh, postgrads uh, are qualified to enter. And it's a very simple process. You go to our website and there is a, a way of, of, of contacting Mary Mulvihill, um, Mary Mulvihill Award at gmail.com. It, it, it's very easy to do. It, you, you just go online onto the website, which is marymulvihillaward.ie. So it's quite easy to get to the website. And what are you looking for in an application? Are you looking for uh, an essay or is there a form to fill out? Or there, It's all online. There is a form to fill out. There will be, con, con, um, Cormac Sheridan is the award coordinator. So he he will he will get back in touch with whoever is is interested in applying. We will be advertising the new the new theme, which we haven't actually uh, come up with yet. We have already had science whose facts whose truth uh, that was uh, 2018, and science for the love of it in 2019. Um, we've had heritage this year and. So in, in October, we will be coming up with something different. And I think the important thing to remember when applying is, I think Brian Trench's crazy idea, Mary's, Mary's, uh, Mary's range of interests is huge. So nothing is off the, off the agenda, um, providing that it's science-based. So ideally, what we would like is for uh, more support for, for, the, for the project. Um, people can go online onto our website, Gerard, and they can join the association. That It only costs five euros a year to keep in touch with the association and what we, we are doing. That's one way of supporting us. Another is we always welcome any help in getting the word out. So... Uh, we, we are on Facebook under the title Remembering Mary. Remembering Mary is the, is the name of the overall organisation. Um, we have Remembering Mary on Twitter. We also have an Instagram account. So if people could actually log on and like us on those various uh, social media platforms, that would be really great. And in September... Uh, October, we will be promoting the new award, the award 2021. So we would really welcome any um, any help in promoting that, in, in helping us to advertise that, uh, to get more interest in it. And the other thing that we're always looking for is uh, comments and feedback and ideas. There's also a possibility of doing that on the website. It's quite easy to to feed into that. So that would be that would be great if if uh, people would just give us their feedback on what we're doing, how we're doing, how we might improve, um, things like that. We'll put the uh, link to the website and all the uh, social media accounts in the liner notes for this podcast as well. So people have full access to them. Just look at the notes that are linked to this podcast on your app. All right, Trace, thanks for talking to me and take care of yourself. Thank you very much, Jared. You too. Bye-bye. Hello world, I'm Gerard Cunningham. This is a bonus episode of the Freelance Forum 2020 podcast series. And if you attended the forum events over the years, you'll know that we tried to cover a wide range of topics with expert and informative speakers. 
If you haven't attended a forum event before now, you can listen to some of those speakers from previous events in the back catalogue of this podcast. There are over 50 of them in total. So I hope the Freelance Forum podcast series has been a useful resource for you. But today, I want you to think about the future. What topics would you like to hear more about in future podcasts? Is there a speaker you have in mind you think might be interesting? Or a particular topic? Is there a particular expertise you have that you would like to share? If you have any ideas for future episodes or sessions, you can reach me by emailing tribunalreporter at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and take care of yourself.